This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. All right. So um, uh, today, you should just know this this week, yesterday, a few days ago, was the yurt site of the Rabbeinu Yonah. The Rabbeinu Yonah was one of the Rishonim. You have to understand who, when we speak about the Rishonim, who they are. There was a story about the Ram, Ram, Rambam. You know the Rambam? Rambam. One guy, I'll never forget this, one guy wanted to see the Yirat Shamayim. You know, in life, it's very good to do everything. Mitzvot, it's very good to learn. Very, but a person has to have Yirat Shamayim. What's Yirat Shamayim? Yirat Shamayim is knowing that Hashem is there watching you. You know, on Gemara Berachot, Kavchet Amud it says over there, Rabbi Yechonin is passing away, Rabbi Yohanan. And his students give, say, give, me, give us a beracha. Give me beracha. Imagine the rabbi is on his deathbed. And this is the beracha he gives. You ready? Listen to this. Roman, listen to the beracha that he gives. He gives his student a beracha that you should have your shamayim. Like you have your like, like you fear people. What? The student says, Rabbi, come on. This is, this is the, the Benachai you're giving us? You should have your Shamayim like you fear people? You know what the Rabbi says? Halivai. Ulevai, you should have that level of your Shamayim. A lot of times people, they're seeing what the Alam thinks of them. What is people gonna view me as? If I do this, what are people going to say? You understand what's going on? You hear what's going on? It's an amazing thing. Oh, if I did, oh, who's watching me? Who's seeing me? His berakah was that just like you see people in front of you watching, seeing what you're doing, you should have God in front of you watching to see what you're doing as well. Because if you would see God in front of you, a, a lot of things you wouldn't do. There was going on. A lot of things you wouldn't do in your life. You wouldn't be able to. Uh, uh, sit on your couch like a couch potato, you know, sitting there with a big fat popcorn and and and, and munching and, and, and relaxing like, oh, if you knew God is sitting there, you wouldn't be able to. I had a roommate in uh, Mikdash, I'll never forget, the way he got dressed was an amazing thing. He got dressed under the blanket every single day. I said, what are you doing? He said, listen, God's watching me. How can I, how can I, how can I change like this in front of God? He was going on over here. He, he put his blanket, he changed his pants. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was a whole process. Like, you know, just get dressed. No. God's watching me. I can't just go. If you knew God is really watching you, you want a lot of things you wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing the way you've been doing it. That's get out your mind. That's get out your mind. And I let me explain the story now about that I'm bummed. There was a fellow, that was fasting and praying, let me see the Yirat Shamayim, the fear of God, of the Rambam himself. And he fasted one day, two days. Finally, after many times praying, he had a dream in Shamayim, they told him, tomorrow, you're going to get the Yirat Shamayim of the Rambam, you're going to feel it. Next day he wakes up, he feels this wild sensation of Yirat Shamayim. 
Like Mamash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right there every second watching him. After a few hours, he said, take it away. I don't want it. I can't, ha- I can't handle it. It's too much. Why? Because God is watching me every single second. It's crazy. You wouldn't be able to do what you wouldn't be able to do. You wouldn't listen to the things that you're listening to. You wouldn't see the things that you're seeing. You wouldn't talk the way you talk. You wouldn't sit the way you sit. You wouldn't eat the way you eat. Everything would be totally different. You're not going to go and take the French fries and put it in the, in the, in the thing and lick your fingers too. It involves, you won't be able to do it. God's watching me. I can't do it. <laughs> what's going on? You know what's going on? I won't, I, I won't be able to walk like, I'm not even joking. And that's what I'm saying. Rabbeinu Yonah, his Yorzeit was this past week. And Rabbeinu Yonah wrote, not Shah Tshuva only. He wrote a lot of the Sfarim. We have the Shah Tshuva though. He wrote other Sefarim. He wrote Shad Torah, Shad Avodah, but Shad Tshuva we have. And he was the cousin of the Ramban, Nachmanides. Ramban. He was his cousin. I believe the Ramban's father was Rabbeinu Yenah's mother, brother and sisters. Rabbeinu Yenah's mother and the Ramban's father were brothers and sisters. That made them first cousins. Ramban and Rabbeinu Yenah. Rabbeinu Yonah, he had a student who was, who was a student? The Rajbah. The Rajbah had a student who was a student? The Ritbah. These are all the Rishonim. I want to just tell you something. These Rishonim were, were angels in a body. They were, they, were, they, were, they were the next levels. And this is a person you have to understand. The Yerat Shamayim, it's very good. You have to learn Torah, you have to have good midot, you have to commit zvot, you have to do everything. But there's one thing a person sometimes forgets. And he forgets Yerat Shamayim. He forgets having fear of God in his life. You know what I'm saying? Where's the fear of God? You know, sometimes a person, you say, this guy's religious? This girl, you call her religious? You ever, you ever, you ever hear that at all? You ever hear that before? This person's religious? You understand what I'm saying? I'll never forget. Um, uh, when I first moved into my house, first, literally the first day. Now, I didn't do anything wrong doing this, but I'll tell you what happened, and I think I said this once. I'll never forget... I move into my new new house, and one of the neighbors puts their garbage, it was garbage day, and puts like their three cans right in front of my house. Like I have my three garbages, and then he put the three garbage. I walk out, what's going on over here? Like, I don't have six, it's like, you walk out, you see six big giant garbage, like three is mine, like, what's all three? So I moved it back, I moved it back to that other person's uh, thing. And the lady of the house, this was like many years ago, the lady of the house, you're religious. You're moving my garbage. You're so, there's nothing wrong. I did. I didn't do anything wrong. What are you, what are you doing yet? But the, the 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 view that people view you, if you're a religious person, your caliber has to be on a higher caliber. Your, your caliber has to be more refined. You you don't act the way everybody else acts because you're a refined human being. You understand? Says to me, Acham that has a stain on his shirt. Like a uh, big, big punishment. He has a big, big punishment. He says, well, why? And a regular person, no, because Chacham, they look at him as a more refined individual. You know, I remember many years ago, my father asked me, how come you don't come with us? Certain, uh, uh, how come you don't do this? Uh, what's the problem? And I told him, it's not dignified for a, a, a person that's that's a, a, a rabbi to go to do like I said, so then, two months later, he comes back to me and says, "You're 100 percent right." I said, "What do you mean?" 
So I saw somebody that's dignified and he was, he was kept. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.